we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're listening to The Talking Stage. If you're new here, welcome. And if not, you're back unprovoked. And we take no responsibility if your feelings are hurt. And that's the Hi, guys. guys. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. You're here with Anita. And Sahel. And uh, yeah, we're back with another episode. Talk about consistency. Honestly, I was just about to say that. Hope everyone's having a good week. Um, mm-hmm. Start of a new week. It's Monday, isn't it? Yeah, Monday. Wake up and smell the coffee, all that shit. You know, I literally was walking back from uni today and I like didn't realise it was Monday. Like in my head, I thought it was like Wednesday. Yeah, no. I, because it doesn't I feel thought, like a Monday. I thought yesterday was a Monday. I was very confused. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, like I yeah, was just, I'm, yeah, very. I'm very disoriented, disorientated these days. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's a good Monday anyway, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I woke up bright and early. Yeah, I uh, went to uni this morning. I've had two hours sleep. Um, Bloody Nana is, Nana is FaceTiming me, but I will call her back. But, yeah, so, yeah, should we kick in? Should we kick in? Oh, yeah, I don't know why we're chit-chatting as if we have time. No, but should we go straight into um, how was your week? I feel like we need to start with that, just a brief oh, I summary. I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, it's been fine. I've been I've been on placement, living my life. Um, that's it really. Yeah, same that's old, it. same old. Same old, same old. Yeah, my week has been. Um, you didn't even ask me, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I genuinely asked in my head. I just didn't say it out loud just because I got me. distracted by my um. Do you know on GarageBand where it shows the waves? I got distracted hey. by the volume. How so, was your week, Anita? Um. Yeah, it was. I've been pretty stressed. Like. Yeah, like I said last week, I think uni has got me in a chokehold, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but my week's been good. I went TikTok viral yesterday. Really? <laughs> did you what see? Did I got thirty k views of my video. Why? What did you do? I, you know that trending sound that's going, and it's like ugh, I don't even know how to do the sound. It's like that one. No, no. It's like they say something, and then it's like. Dun, dun. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm yeah, on about that yeah, sound. Yeah, so yeah, I did yeah. one, it was like, oh, um, universities complain about not having your essay in times on time, but where's my essay, Dave? I had it in in December and it's February, so like, where's my mm. essay? Why are you telling me off for not handing it in on time, but you still haven't given it back to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I don't know. People were going off in the comments. Like, really? so many people were telling me their life story about what had happened with their essays at university. Some guy was like, yeah, like, I broke my laptop. I had to break lockdown rules, going to a different country to get it fixed. And oh then my God. I still handed in my deadlines late and I got 0%. Hold on, hold and on. There was, no, there, was no, there was no computer shop in your country. You had to I, go to a different country. I don't understand. <laughs> and then he's like, so I got 0% in my master's and I'm 15,000 pounds in debt and I was like oh, oh. I'm sorry like, I'm sorry to that man I am sorry literally to that man. I felt so bad some of these stories were actually horrific I was like and I'm here complaining because it was my own timing fault I didn't have it in <laughs> but yeah like refund uni students on TikTok that's my name <laughs> wow I'm really scared that one day an actual like company will find my TikTok account and yeah I won't get I mean a job. it's not only your name it's yeah, not under your that's name, true. so they won't find it. Exactly, that's Mine's true. Mine's not under my name either. 
Yeah, no. But I just make foods, so. Yeah, yours is non-controversial. But I've decided that I I just want to rant. I just want to rant on TikTok. That's it. Mm. Like, I just feel like, as long as I'm not slagging anybody off, because I do see a lot of TikTokers that, like, just react to other people's videos, which is funny, but it depends what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes it can be mean. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um... I'm continuing my journey to TikTok stardom, TikTok famous, can't wait to make my peas, become an <laughs> influencer. That's what I'm doing. Go on holiday. Yeah, live my best life, buy my mm. Tesla, <sighs> contribute to capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism with yeah. the twinkly things next to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Ugh. Anyway, right. Is there, Do you want to say anything else before we get started? No. So we're going to jump straight into the episode. Do you want to introduce what it's about? Yes, if I remember correctly to the specification briefs you gave me earlier in the week, we're going to be talking about rejection. So in terms of uni, in terms of um, like jobs, the men and the women as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's it. Rejection and how to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Um... And so to begin with, I think it's important here to understand really what rejection is. And Mm. you know those cliche lines, rejection is just redirection. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Like being rejected from something or someone just puts you in a different path. Obviously, it's going to be painful at the time, but it's sending you somewhere else. Yeah, true. Cliche is cliche for a reason. Like it has some truth Mm -hmm. to it. And people just, it's annoying because you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm, exactly like I think, when one door closes another opens or something mm-hmm. shit like that. when life give you lemons gives you lemons make lemonade no i like yeah. the when life gives you lemons um do a shot of tequila i i for some reason i feel like that's not the saying but no no there is a saying oh really okay made it up <laughs> sounds like sounds like it <laughs> um but yeah so i don't know i think we should just talk about uh, for, to begin with like why does rejection hurt so much because it like it shatters your ego mm. like you spend so much time like your entire life is building your ego and i feel like the minute that you're rejected then that's like it hurts you it brings out your insecurities like someone could like imagine like for example, you move to a guy or a girl and they literally just say, no, like, I'm not really interested or, like, I have a man, whatever. But, like, they're not attacking you and your insecurities. They just said no. Like, any like any person has a right to say no to anything. But it just breaks down your ego so then you feel attacked and you feel like you're not worthy of anything. And that just mm-hmm. brings out your insecurities, whether it was a direct attack or not. That's what it yeah. feels like. Yeah, no. And I feel like I can second that. I feel like... Rejection is also, it's kind of to do with, like you were saying with our ego, but also like when someone rejects you or when you're rejected by something, it's kind of, I think it's kind of fueling the need to be wanted slash accepted, like whether it's by a job, whether it's by a university, whether it's from a person, when you're rejected, it's kind of pain, it's painful because that person or that thing didn't accept you. And Mm. as human beings, I feel like, even evolutionary, evolutionarily, <laughs> you think mm-hmm. about like the hunters back in the day, like being able to find a wife and then a wife, like being with that husband, 
was needed for survival being accepted mm -hmm. was needed for survival and I feel like it's kind of the same now but with everything like relationships life jobs like finding work is needed for survival going to exactly. university is needed for your future life so like it makes sense that it's going to be painful uh, I mm -hmm. think it's just how you deal with it after that and exactly. I think it's normal to like feel it Mm -hmm. um if that makes sense yeah 100 percent. and like i think one thing the main effect it kind of just shatters your confidence mm. like i remember like being with like i think it was a summer of first year and i needed money to pay rent and i couldn't find a job like imagine i'd been working in retail since i was 16 but i still could not find a job in all of london imagine like i stayed in london because i was like oh they have more job opportunities here and i could not find a job and i was just like it was taking such a toll like I was so mm -hmm. like depressed because I was just like why can I not find it because like it, my livelihood depended on it yeah because I was just like I was in my overdraft like deep in my overdraft so I was like if I can't find a job then it's actually game over like what am I gonna do yeah um, and just like the con the continuous rejection was just a lot for my mentors yeah exactly and I also feel like it doesn't it's important to remember that it doesn't make you weak or sensitive like to mm. feel pain from rejection like I mean obviously everything in moderation like if you're constantly feeling like down about the fact that you've been rejected especially from like a person then maybe take some time for yourself self-care all of that jazz but in general I feel like being when you're rejected and feeling down about it doesn't make you sensitive or weak like I think it just makes you human you know what mm -hmm. I mean like to be able to feel that and process and move on is something that everybody needs to yeah. be able to do and something that we've kind of learned to do um but yeah like I think genuinely linking it back to the cliche rejection is redirection like wh whatever door is closed to you something else will open some other opportunity will come along whether that be today tomorrow or like 50 years in the future mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah and I think sometimes it's hard to accept that like when shit isn't going the right way and you just feel so like lost to think that there is like a better path and that there is a brighter future because that kind of optimism like it's hard when all you've known is rubbish if that makes sense or all mm -hmm. you've had is rejection and disappointment mm -hmm. that's why do you know when you ask like or when you ask like oh ask some people about like their future relationships and stuff and they're just like I just don't see it like I don't mm -hmm. I don't see that for myself because all I've known is like the bad shit so you don't you have no idea what the good things could be because that's, yeah. you just can't envision it like your brain's never seen it do you know how like you have muscle memory and like your brain can't process things it, it's never seen or it doesn't have the capabilities to do mm -hmm. um like when we think about like how infinite the universe is we were speaking about this um it's kind of like that like you if you if you've never known positive you can't envision yeah yeah i think yeah and I was just thinking when you were saying that it's it's the similar the other way around. If you've never known the negatives, then like how are you gonna appreciate like what you have or what you're able mm. to accomplish? Because I guess speaking from like personal experience, back in school, I was always like <laughs> not to toot my own horn. I was always top set. I pretty mm, much same. always did well at school. I always got the grades I wanted. Like I just excelled. Like not even like in a big headed way like I worked hard to be fair I worked hard and I got the grades I wanted and I feel like until maybe I went to sixth form I kind of 
took that for granted in yeah, terms of like too. I just sailed through pretty much mm-hmm. and yeah, so then I didn't only, yeah. yeah so I didn't really like I didn't know what it was like to not get what in terms of education I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was like to not get what I want wanted because I'd always worked hard for something therefore I'd always gotten it you know mm-hmm. what I mean and I mm-hmm. feel like then it made me a bit complacent in terms of like I wasn't really like going above and beyond to do things. I was just kind of always at the same level because that always worked, you know Mm. what I mean? And I feel like when you're rejected from something, it pushes you like mentally to try, like try harder. Like I was getting to the point where because I always got it, I didn't need to try any harder because Mm. I like it always worked out for me anyway. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Like I feel like, a lot of people have that moment, especially in your educational life. I feel like there comes a moment where it's no longer a walk in the park. Yeah, <laughs> especially 100%. like for people who've always academically done well, there does come a point mm. where it, yeah, where yeah. you actually have to put the work in to continue. Yeah. Your natural intelligence will only take you so far. Like I realised that in the sixth form as well. Like mm. it, it just, it wasn't even the content, it was the amount of work and like still to this day it's the amount of work that you have to do increases mm-hmm. and the stuff that you have to remember increases because like the content like some things are hard but generally like I, you learn it as you go in it so like yeah your brain adapts to it yeah the amount and then that's when you realize you have to put the work in because your natural exactly. intelligence will only take you so far mm-hmm. and I think that's definitely something I also realized at sixth form like I because I was trying to just doing what I did at GCSE which is you know do the bare minimum. Um, flicking through the CGP um, revision book the night before the exam. That was yeah. my revision, I think. Yeah, exactly. So, and I feel like then when I um, got to sick form, I realised that, wow, damn, like, I have to do work outside of lessons. Mm. Like, I have to, like... Because for me, right, it was uh, get my homework, do it the night before, back in A. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, then when I got to sick form, it was like oh like I actually have to study like mm. all this extra time isn't just free time yeah exactly Do you remember when we had free periods like mm-hmm. I was like oh look we've got time off I was like no you have to sit and do your work in that time mm. off like yeah exactly and then yeah I mean I'm glad I realized it because I feel like now I do work a lot harder I mean and you have to like university you have to anyway mm. um which I'm kind of happy for because I feel like it's like, now that I know that, I realise that as the harder I work, well, the smarter I work, I guess, the more potential I have to, like, succeed and probably deal with less rejections. But then also, yeah, exactly. rejection isn't always a bad thing. Yeah, rejection is a life thing. Like, no matter how qualified you are or how whatever you are, like, it is part of life. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, like, I was applying to jobs that I was overqualified for. I was like, how am I being rejected? Like, I applied to Boots. I'd worked in Boots for three years, three, four years. And they were rejecting me. I was like, bro, I can, I probably know more than your normal manager. Like, please leave me. You know, I don't think I, um, I don't think I've been rejected from a job. But then I haven't applied for any jobs that, like, like, I, I feel like maybe if I started applying for actual jobs post-degree, then I would yeah. <laughs> start having, like, rejections. Yeah. You Even know what me, I mean? like, I, I think... The first interview I went on when I was 16 years old at Boots, I got the job. Mm, so, like, even me, like, me. I, yeah. I didn't really have that rejection firsthand when I was looking mm. after GCSEs. 
but then I was in um, and the twenty was chill because it was kind of like oh I just want spare money for myself like I didn't have bills to pay mm. and then I got to uni and then I didn't like I budgeted myself throughout the year but I didn't budget that I'd need to pay for a house over summer yeah um, so like I just didn't have the money yeah um, yeah it was a lot actually you know yeah I did have rejection from a job like that was the same with me firstly I didn't have a job in the summer did I wait did mm, I have a job yeah. in the summer? you worked at the GP Oh, yeah. And then I came back and I didn't have a job. And then I got a job and I got fired on my birthday. Yeah. And then I didn't have a job for, like, three months. And I literally felt like I was lost. Like, Because yeah. in my life, I don't think I've ever not had a job, apart from, obviously, when I couldn't work. So I was so, like... I remember feeling, like, so... Like, I had my weekends free, you know? Yeah, even now, like... <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, I worked all throughout second year. Mm. How did I manage to do all my work? Because now I've got the amount of work I have. Like, I physically don't have the time to do it. And, like, I even quit my job because I knew it was going to be like this. Mm. Bearing in mind, I should have kept it because, you know, furlough. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally, oh, my days. Yeah. <laughs> but I was working four hours a week. And 80% yeah. of that would have been no work. So, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. but... But I guess that is kind of um, our experiences with uni rejection and life rejection. Boys, I mean, we can touch on it briefly. I don't really like I mean, like we can just sprinkle a bit of razzle-dazzle, but I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, I know it's only been two episodes, but I don't know if you've noticed. Um, we don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen Anita's face. <laughs> like... Like, there's just nothing to say. I, I, don't know. I don't have anything to say, yeah. Like, I'm that kind of person. Like, I need to just ask me. I was like, if I don't have any, anything to say, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like with boys and relationships in general, boys, girls, I don't know, whatever, friends, like, I just feel like rejection is just such a part of life. You mm. know what I mean? But some people deal with relationship rejection so poorly. Like, give an example. I don't know, like, what was I thinking of? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of, like, you know when you're walking down the street in, like, central London? Yeah, so a guy tries to move to you on the street, and then you're like, oh, no, thank you. You know, I'm just trying to go about my day in a nice, polite way. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, you were clapped anyway. You were clapped anyway. anyway. Like, relax. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just feel like... Yeah. <laughs> I just think people should stop taking rejection from other people as a an um a reflection on you. It's not a reflection on you. It might that's well, what I tell that's what you, I tell myself. Like yeah. when it comes to guys, because I'm just like you could have been the most perfect person in the world, mm. and he could have he could have still said no, or he could have still done you dirty. Like exactly. it showed more of them than it does you, unless you unless you majorly fucked up, unless you did something to offend them. Yeah, or like. Yeah, it is what it is at the end of the day. Like, even if it was, like, people tend to think it's physical. Like, okay, maybe it is physical. Maybe they didn't find you attractive. Mm. Maybe you weren't their type. Like, that's okay. Like, yeah, it's actually exactly. okay. People, people are attracted to who they're attracted to. Yeah. If you don't fit that, you don't fit that. Like, they didn't... But then... Hopefully, you they didn't disgrace your name and offend mm-hmm. you. Or, like, uh, hopefully, they were a decent human being. That's why I try mm-hmm. to tell myself. Um, but if they weren't, like, life moves on. Exactly. Like, and even still... If they're not attracted to you, it's still not a reflection on you. <laughs> yeah, bro. Exactly. You know Someone what I mean? else will be like, attracted to you. Exactly. Ugh, like, yeah. I'm not pressed. I'm actually yeah. not pressed. Like, there was this time that um, this guy blocked me for, like, no reason. And I was just like, okay. Like, 
Mm. I can't come and die because, like, what is there to do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do at that point. I feel like that's the one type of rejection that you actually have to let it go. Yeah, you know you what I mean? To. Because I that's like... the one that, like, you just can't dwell on because you can't do anything. You literally can't do anything. Like, it's not like yeah. a job where you can reapply to something else. Like, I mean, I, I guess know, you there can. Is. You can move on to another man. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> if you want <laughs> <Sorry>. to <laughs> but yeah that's what I'm saying like it's just it's like I think that at that point you've just bruised your ego you've just bruised your ego you've bruised your ego that's what it is that's why some men can't handle rejection mm. because this entire world is created to boost a man's ego to make him feel masculine and powerful and if a woman says no to that then that that hurts them it bruises their ego that's literally mm. it and if, if if a man is secure enough keep it stepping if you're insecure and your worth depends on what other people think of you yeah you're gonna call that girl yeah you're clapping anyway you're fat who gives a shit but but was mm. i clapped when you just asked my number no that so please is... on yeah. your way mm-hmm. and that's all we're gonna say on that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally there's actually nothing else to say like i think it's bit, and i also think the girls also take it to heart because like mm. I, I feel like girls will like deep their insecurities a lot mm. and i'm just like yeah he, he okay like but we're all like damaged in our way or we're not all perfect mm. but you can't you can't because that's what will cripple your next thing right mm-hmm. like i'm not speaking from experience because i don't know what i'm talking about but i'm just <laughs> saying like if you if you carry that negative energy and have let that negatively impact your future relationships mm. then that's where the other person holds the power because that other exactly. person the guy who blocked you from two years ago isn't thinking about you whether mm-hmm whether you're you're still carrying the negative impact of your relationship onto your next one it's mm-hmm. your next it's your next man who's affected he's yeah. feeling the repercussions so exactly like it's when you hear about relationships that break down because you know they just couldn't get over the fact that uh, i don't know like they just couldn't trust the guy because in their past relationship someone had screwed them over like come on this is a new person new yeah. time give them That's a your chance personal problem? like i feel like when rejection affects your future then that's when it's gone too far. Like, you need to take that time to step aside and realise, like, okay, maybe I'm not quite ready to be with somebody else. Maybe I'm not quite ready to, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know, in terms of mm. uni, take a gap year or whatever. Like, yeah. I just think maybe if something if something you've been rejected from is affecting your future and, like, your chance at trying again then you need to take that time to reevaluate and change and see what you need to change or see what you need to work on. Yeah. Go on a hiatus. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. So in first year, (laughs) (laughs) first year uni, um, I know that my male friends will laugh at me about this. Right. But we, um, told me, (laughs) (laughs) can I just say I was not involved? I was not involved. I didn't know so at this point, but, um, like, some of me and my friends, we obviously took a hiatus from men. Me being me, I mean, I had I, I had no reason to. <laughs> I literally much. just... <laughs> I literally just hate box. men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> genuinely, like, I genuinely had no reason. I just said yes, because why not? I didn't particularly want to be in a relationship anyway. I didn't really, you know... I was more focused on uni and making mm. my friends. So anyway, we had this like hiatus, blah, 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 for people um, who had maybe been previously affected by a past relationship. <laughs> and um, it was just Basically. funny because it's like, 
<laughs> it's just funny because like my friends laugh at me now when we think about it and talk back to that time but like sometimes you actually do need to do that for yourself like mm-hmm. maybe we didn't go the right way about it because yeah I didn't need to do that yeah. <laughs> like, but you were there for moral support like, yeah I was okay. there for moral support but like it's just sometimes you like if you realize that you need to take a break you need to take some time for yourself you need mm. to stop being so focused on this or like you need to re you know just revamp your energy so that you can can come back at a better point that's fine that's actually mm. fine like and okay. people will laugh at you <clears throat> my male friends um <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but you know what like everybody at one point has done it whether it be out loud in their head or on physical yeah. paper even me like okay very yeah when I when I went on my hiatus in second year, let's say from end of December till mm. let's say the first half of twenty twenty, I mean we didn't really have a choice because mm. you know lockdown, but like I was still on a hiatus. Mm. Um, God said if you want to be on a hiatus, here's a hiatus. Anyway, um, <laughs> literally. And then when I came off it, like obviously I told you guys, I told everyone, I was like, "It's the end of hiatus. Bye bye." But now, every time I go through that phase, I just don't announce it anymore because I'm just like, right, okay, everyone's heard, heard this all before. I screamed that word for six months straight, so let's not, like, I can just reflect on my own and do my own thing and, like, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. do your yeah. own time. That's exactly, like, that's exactly it, though. Like, yeah, some of it will be more, you know, out loud and in the open, but some of that self-reflection should just be on the inside you know Mm. um so that when the next rejection comes along because believe it or not you'll get rejected again yeah like as sad as it is life will be constantly full of rejection this probably sounds so patronizing especially because i probably have no idea what i'm talking about we really should add a disclaimer no we say at the start if you if you get Uh, that's a personal problem uh, yeah, if you, you take our advice, that's also a personal problem. Yeah, you <laughs> said we're qualified. No one said we're qualified. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like it's just, it's just, it's just redirection. Like it genuinely is. Mm. Uh, but wow. in saying that, I've never been. No, I'm joking. Are you on a hiatus now? Am I on a hiatus? Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a hiatus. Like. Mm, I don't know like I'm, we're in a pandemic yeah. I don't like I just don't think that's where my energy's focused at yeah, the moment isn't it? it's just like, not on my priority list like yeah, I literally exactly. have a whole priority list of 180 conditions yeah exactly like the thing is then sometimes I think oh but if a man did come along would I be open to it and I think mm, I don't know because I'm yeah. just very busy, like, and I I'm feel like I busy. say this every now and then. <laughs> we say every episode. Mm-hmm. Every episode we say we're focusing on ourselves, yeah. we're focusing on our uni degrees. Yeah, but then sometimes I think, oh yeah, I'd like to get married. <laughs> <laughs> she does this regularly. She's like, should I have a baby? Uh, thanks. No, I've never said, should I have a baby? That's one thing I know I'm not having right now. No, no way. you did. Should you I get did. Married? After, after you watched Bridgerton, you said you wanted oh. to get married and have a baby. I didn't want to get married and have a baby. I don't know what was in the air that day, yeah, but I just... It was shambolic. (laughs) Not for me, from everybody else. And Um, you. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't wouldn't call it a hiatus. I would think that I don't um, have anybody in my life right now that 
You don't I care. Want to marry. Yeah, I just don't care. I don't that care. Much. There we go. There we go. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Like yeah. <laughs> yesterday, um, someone popped up and was like, "Like, hi, you're right." I was like, "Yeah, sorry, I'm going to bed." <laughs> it was like 10 p.m. <laughs> but I did see your tweet the other day about like, "Oh, I've had an empty house." Oh yeah, I gen- <laughs> I manifested it. <laughs> I genuinely thought. I genuinely thought to myself. I was like, "Wow, I've not had an empty house in a while." And my old thing called me that night. <laughs> wow! Wow! But I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm busy." Really? Yeah. I was busy. Damn, look at the growth. Growth, <laughs> innit? There and was that one point, point, remember when you cancelled on me once? <laughs> when? Remember back in the day we beefed about it? Oh, it wasn't because of... It's because I was sleepy. Because I spent, like... I, I'd um, thingied, like, up until late just talking on the phone. Oh, my God. Commodore used to do that. Um, and then the next morning... I was just like, yeah, sorry, Anita, I'm too tired to record the podcast. And she was like, why are you tired? I was like, I was on the phone till late. <laughs> the way I... Anita's I nice. was like, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's because I had to wake up at 9am for a tutorial. So yeah. I was actually, I could not stay awake. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, we're running on vibe right now. I don't know how I'm still alive. Yeah, even um, yesterday we were supposed to record and Anita fell asleep. Yeah, yeah I it wasn't asleep, because of the man. Up. It was because of sleep. The only time I ever cancelled was because of a sleep sleep yeah. issue. We might have to reschedule recording to like earlier in the day. Yeah, because I have to leave in six like sixteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> I just had a thought, you know, and it just came to my mind. Oh wait, so I'm well. I'm not on hiatus, but I'm not bothered. What about you? Let's update the podcast. Oh no, yeah, are. no, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't really have anything to say anymore. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like... I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so tired. I find... The thing is, like, if you know me in real life, yeah, people ask me what's happening in my love life. I genuinely... I don't have anything to say, like... Because mm. I find it so exhausting to talk about. Like, if yeah. I have a, like... I'll have a brief period where, like, I rant on about men and I'll tell you glimpses of a story. Or if I'm asked, I'll tell you. But I'm not going to, like, just unprovoked, just spill the beans. Because, like, I just... Ugh. It's just a lot. Mm. No, and a lot I feel of shit that. happens. Mm. Like I, I was deep in it the other day, I was like, a lot of stuff happens that I don't tell like anyone in yeah. terms of guys. And I just keep it and I just tell you like the really like toxic shit or the really dramatic stuff <laughs> for the for the bands. But other than that, it's quite quiet. For the days. content. For the content. <laughs> these days it's quite quiet, I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. That's good though. We love a good quiet days. Mm. Um I just had a thought as well. In terms of friendships, friendship relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Let me not get too angry here. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> no. What I want to say is, I feel like people need to realize you don't have to be friends with everybody. And when somebody decides not to be friends with you, or that they want to be friends with somebody else a bit more than they want to be friends with you. Or maybe you're just not their vibe. That is okay. One, because we have so many friends. Like, I mean, some people don't have so many friends, but like, you'll meet so many different people that potentially Mm. could be your friend, right? Therefore, if somebody drifts from you, or somebody, you know, moves away, or if somebody starts hanging out with other people that you don't particularly like, but they like them, that is fine. It doesn't mean that you need to take it to heart 
because you know what regardless or not they probably still like you they're probably still friends with you they just like hanging out with this other person a bit more but for you to then take it as a personal thing I mean maybe it is personal then take it personal but like <laughs> it's fine <laughs> you have other friends like let's be real you have other friends like I am so tired of hearing from specific people oh like don't hang out with this person I don't really like them blah 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 or don't do this because I don't really like that blah 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 blah. like your friend is can do your own thing and when they try decide to do their own thing and reject you and they're like no I don't want to do that or no I don't really agree with that or no mm, I don't really like your opinion on that that's fine it's fine it may be a reflection on you don't get me wrong it actually could be but more often than not that's just their own opinion no more often than not it is just their own opinion no it's okay like, it's okay and like it's genuinely okay like oh, if I tell you all the way through secondary school like going into an all-girls school and even now to this day it just baffles me that people get so affected by other people in their friendships like I don't know if it's because in my mind I view friendships as very much like an addition to me not like who I am you know what I mean mm -hmm. whereas I feel like people like view who they're friends with as who they are if that makes sense does that mm -hmm. make sense to you like that kind of makes sense yeah yeah like you can be friends with someone it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be exactly the same it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the exact same opinions but when they decide to go against something that you do or don't do that's also okay. Do you know what mm. I mean? <sighs> I just like I'm glad you I was got off yeah. Chest. I was just speaking to someone today, and like I was just saying, like I think people are so affected, maybe even more than they are affected about their actually rom actual romantic relations. Than they're more affected with their friendship relations than they are with their romantic relations sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you know what I mean? The and I think it's because, like, I think low-key, people value their friends more than they value their romantic partner because, at points in their life. Yeah, because I feel like with friendships, you view them as more permanent. Like, with mm. relationships in your head, like, for me, the way I view it is, like, mm. you, are you going to get married or are you going to break up? Like, there's yeah. no in-between. But as your yeah. friend, like, with your friends, especially your close friends, Mm. You think it's going to be more permanent and you think that attachment's going to be more, like, is deeper in a way. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I do get it, but I also don't get it. And I think it's because, like, I just learnt to view friendships as, like, an addition rather than, like, defining who I am. You know what I mean? If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, I don't necessarily think a lot of my friends... Like, I don't necessarily... Even means to hell, I don't necessarily think with that we think about we think the same things about everything i think it would mm -hmm. be kind of weird if all your friends had the same yeah. opinions and views on things but we're cool, still really good yes, friends because like yeah 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 be friends. obviously like if you're a racist or a tory we're not going to be friends are we yeah exactly i look like those two <laughs> examples i was thinking like exact same thing or if you think the i can't trust you if you i can't trust you if you're a tory but exactly like um yeah you can have your like your differences that's what makes people people exactly but at the end of the day, maybe one day the time will come where you both drift apart, you both move along. And, like, I'm not going to say that's not going to be hard. Like, it is going to be hard because, obviously, you'd like to think that your friends are going to be with you forever. But at mm. the end of the day, it's also a part of life. 
we all move on to different things, bigger things, and you're meeting it new people. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that is fine. That is okay. So mm. I guess that touches on the relationship. It's a relationship segment, life segment, yeah. and you yeah. segment. Yeah, I think we covered all, all, all bases. Mm -hmm. If you have any more... Um, this is a, a question to the audience. I don't know where else you could get rejected in life, but let us know how you would deal with that, maybe. You know, tell us how you deal with rejection. Maybe you mm -hmm. might deal with it in a different way. I think I'm yeah. quite heartless. I just, like, move on. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I buy. Yeah. I think I got... Literally. I think when, not even when I was younger, like a year, a year or two ago. And, like, I would... I think I would deep it. But now, I think it's one of those things that you become desensitised. And it's mm. like, yeah, it's like you see like the older women who've been dating for time, and they're mm. just like they're they're so much more carefree because they're like, oh, it is what it is. Like they've been doing this for years. They've had so much rejection or so much disappointment, and mm -hmm. they're just they're just vibing and living their life. Exactly, um, and at the end of the day, you'll probably be a happier version of yourself, which is an amazing thing. I've deep that. I'm actually just more chill when I'm on my own. Like I mm. like my own space. I've realised how introverted I've become. I think you're an extrovert. I mean, I think, yeah, I've like, I think I'm genuinely becoming more and more introverted by the day. Like I'm physically like it's. Be I think because there's a lot on my mind, so it doesn't take a lot for me to become tired and exhausted. Mm. But like um, now I just feel like my social clock is a lot. Like I'm like okay, cool. I've seen. You. Do you I've feel seen like when you socialise, socialise, you need to like revamp like reboost your energy yeah like i can't be i can't be hanging out every day like maybe in the mm. past i could but now it's a lot for me like mentally i don't have that capacity like i just tell my flatmate mm. i was just like sis i can't do this every day like i know you want to chill but I, I, my, my mentals aren't there for me right now yeah no that's fair enough like i was speaking to someone who's like an introvert the other day and they were just saying like it's so different like because I, I think, I mean, I definitely would de define myself as an extrovert. Like, um, I don't really need the whole, like, recoup thing. Um, I find it very interesting, introverts, when they tell me that, like, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, communicating mm -hmm. is a lot. For me, I think I more get, like, communicating with specific people all the time is a lot. Like, mm -hmm. I like to have a diverse, like, range of people. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I can continuously speak, but it would have to be different people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I'm okay. Like, even when I do go out, like, I'm fine. But I think it's just because the lo lockdown has changed me realistically. Like, mm. lockdown and, like, the pressure of uni has made me very tired and very quick to, like, be tired. That's the issue. Like, I get tired. That's the only thing that's wrong. Like, it's not that I'm not, I'm not enjoying socialising. I am. So yeah, like I'm tired, so I'd rather just sit in bed on my own and just yeah. chill. Because that's what I'm missing in life. I'm missing chilling. Like, yeah, I've got, I've got so much shit to do. Do you think it will still be the same after the pandemic? I know we no, have to wrap think, up soon. I think, yeah, no, I need to go. No, I think it will go back to normal in a way. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Once everyone starts spending more time together and like, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, I guess that's it for this episode on dealing this with rejection. It. Um, thanks for joining us this week. It's actually been quite enjoyable. I think next week, no, no, the week after, well, I don't know, but we're going to have more lighter episodes. <laughs> yeah, we have had um, a few intense episodes. I feel like it's very much a, 
Yeah, it's a whole tweet. It's like a DMC every week, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you probably is. don't want to hear that all the time. No, I did um, I was just like, I don't think I speak to Anita unless like, we're recording the podcast. Like, we speak before and we speak after, but we have yeah. our weekly catch-up, like, <laughs> once, yeah, a, yeah. once a week. Yeah, I think I've gone on very much off the grid at the moment because of dissertation. And, like, I just can't be asked. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm practically off the grid as well. Like, I'll yeah. post the... Like, the only thing I'll post is pictures of videos of my food that I make. That's it. Yeah. I yeah. don't really have it. I don't have anything to do. Like, that's all I do. But thanks for joining us this Thank week. Thank you, everybody. Um, make sure you comment on our Instagram. Let us know what you think about the episode and any of your opinions on dealing with rejection. Um, yeah. Sahel might have to cut a lot out of what I said because I might have just been chatting rubbish. Anyway. Um, this Sahel, a- Sahel doesn't have time to edit, so Sahel's going to leave everything in lol um (laughs) um, so this week the cause of the week is about the anti-asian racism that is particularly on the rise in the united states and i think um it's actually pretty much a lot all over the world um but i was reading an article this week about some recent attacks that have been happening to asian americans um which you know maybe due to the covid pandemic maybe just due to the fact that um there are racists in the world, um, which is disgusting. But I think it's just important to make sure that we're supporting um, our Asian communities, particularly at this time, and those people who are affected. Um, Apparently, there have been more than 2,800 self-reported cases of anti-Asian hate incidences since March 2020. Yeah, um, I can imagine. In, yeah, in a specific city alone, which apparently wow. is an increase of 1,900%. No, that's disgusting. Like, that's in, like, yeah. And I think um, in terms of to do with America, I think it's a lot to do with the fact that the ex-president, we shall not speak his name, used to use very much anti-Asian um, language, things that were not politically correct in referring to the coronavirus. And I think it's just important because I've also been hearing from a lot of people like referring to where the virus originated from mm-hmm. and being quite anti-Asian and like just anti yeah, ethnic minorities. And yeah, I think it's bro. important. Yeah, it's important to make sure that that's not how we're speaking about people mm-hmm. um, and correcting it, especially when we hear it. Like, I'm very much like, well, it's not that. Like, it's biological. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, um, yeah. But yeah, so make sure you go out and read and find out more information about it and sign any, um, what are those things called? Petitions. Petitions that you can. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you for joining us for this episode. Thank you. Oh my God, Make sure to you follow us on these socials, um, Instagram, there.talking.stage, and on Twitter, TalkingStageX. We're available on Spotify, on all streaming services that you need or use. And we'll see you next week. You get the drift. Bye. 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 <laughs>